0: A 20-year-old murder victim is found after a night of dancing in Erdington, England. She told her friend she had a bad feeling and just didn't feel right about the way her life was. Later on, a man named Thornton is accused. You could read this in the paper all the way back in 1817, and then again in 1974 with a whole different cast of characters. Y'all listening to Old Timey Crimey, crimes from the golden age of yesteryear. Now, here's your host, Christy and Scott.
1: Hey there, gumshoes. Welcome back to Old Timey Crimey. That's what you
0: are. You're gumshoes. You
1: are our gumshoes. You're out there. Detectiving and gumshoeing and, and hopefully not stepping in gum. Because that kind of sucks. I
0: wonder where the term gumshoe comes from. Is it because it's like the gum of the sole of the shoe? Hmm, or
1: Maybe. Kind of like there's like, flatfoots is what they call detectives. Right,
0: right. Hit us up on our Facebook page. Old Timey Crimey. Look us up on Facebook. Give us your best theory as to why gumshoes are called gumshoes.
1: And it, like just you can make it up out of whole cloth. We want Please. we want the funny or hit us up on our Twitter also. We're also old timey crimey there. So. There we
0: are. There we are. How's your week been, bud?
1: It's been really it's been good. It's been nice. good. Yeah, I feel like industrious. Um I uh, I really have been going hardcore on making us an Amazon wish list for old timey crimey, and I'm gonna put the the link up in case anybody would like to really determine our fates. Essentially, you get you get so much control with this because you can pick. So far, it's just books. We're gonna put like audio equipment and stuff up there later, but I've got a whole category of old timey true crimey books on there that I've been looking through, and yeah, if you want us to do a deep dive. Buy us a book. <laughs> we will be under your control. You will be the master of our fates. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, it's been fun going through and, and picking things out. And if you have any suggestions, also uh, hit us up on the the Facebook, the Twitter, or email us though oldtimeycrimey at gmail. Because I would love more suggestions. The more I can add to that list. Uh, anything before 1950. And sometimes we cheat a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Th- this week we are going to cheat a little bit. And uh, please don't send us Chuck Tingle books. Please send us Chuck Tingle books. <laughs>
1: We put one on there, like at the very bottom, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> just, so. just for fun. Yeah,
0: Pounded in the butt by the sentient version of the old-timey, crimey podcast. That's, <laughs> that's what I want to see.
1: It's the latest Chuck Tingle hit.
0: Actually, I love I love just sitting back. I never bought a Chuck Tingle book, but I love sitting back and just reading the titles because they are the titles of a mad genius. Oh, yes. It yes, is beautiful. It's insane. Everything is like either pounded in the butt... Or like the, my pterodactyl is also an elevator and he is handsome and stuff like that. <laughs> and then my absolute favorite, I actually may purchase this one, Chuck Tingle's Guide to the Void.
1: <laughs> well, that's what I've been looking for all my life, is a guide to the void. Mm-hmm. So uh, so as, as I scream into it, how about you? How is, uh, how's your week gone? Oh,
0: it's been great. I actually, uh, I, I'm recording some voice work Ooh. for a cartoon. It's an online cartoon called Ivana Fendia. And, uh, I play the voice of peasant number two and God. Well, if
1: you don't, if there are two complete opposite end of the spectrum's characters that you could pick, those would probably be it, except maybe like peasant number seven. Or
0: I'm thinking Satan. Well, yes, also
1: Satan. Yeah. But like, as far as levels of power are concerned... Yeah. You've got the, the lowest amount of power, or pretty low down there, um, and the, really the highest.
0: Like, a lot of people would probably go, but peasant number two has more power than, say, a germ. Does he really? The Black Plague? No. <laughs>
1: Black Pag- Plague's pretty powerful. <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly. Uh, coincidence yeah. is also a powerful thing.
1: Yes, it's very, very powerful. It really It makes you think, it makes you really wonder and try to find... Those, you know, a reason behind it. Try to try to understand it because it just is so impossible to understand how some things can be so similar, how some you know, events can happen that, that mirror each other Absolutely. so well.
0: The I think the most famous one that people are going to be aware of are the uh, the coincidence, all the similarities between the murder of Abraham Lincoln, which we are probably going to do at some point. Oh, for sure, because it is it is a lot more than just an actor goes in and shoots the president because everybody kind of thinks of John Wilkes Booth as like this nobody actor no this would be like Brad Pitt shooting Donald Trump
1: yeah yeah you know
0: it was it was a big deal but there's a lot more to that story. But then the similarities, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald and JFK are, uh, or Lee Harvey Oswald and John Wilkes Booth, born a hundred years apart. The assassinations, each uh, each man is seated next to their wife. Um, and there's like a ton of them, like John Wilkes Booth and Lee Harvey Oswald have the same uh, number of letters in their name. Um the week before the week before he was shot
1: you're preempting this actual I know. episode
0: <laughs> I know but hear me out here the week before the JFK was uh, the before Abraham Lincoln was shot he was in Monroe Maryland and JFK was in Maryland Monroe and there was just
1: all oh, that yeah oh gosh I was getting to that I was trying to do the roll of three
0: with the jokes and Chrissy's like you're doing I'm
1: like sitting here like with my school mom finger like no 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 you must wait
0: I'm leading up to it
1: so sorry for busting in there
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's one of those things those those weird little coincidences and we have two cases we are doing a 50% cheat because one of these cases does not happen before 1950 but
1: it's so connected to the other case because of the coincidences
0: absolutely
1: so, yeah, the coincidences here um they really tie these two together, and you can't I don't think you can do one without the other I think absolutely they're inseparable.
0: Not. absolutely not you can you can maybe talk about it, but without the two connected, they just become another murder case mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I kind of I kind of thought about this. I'm gonna let you take the lead. Do we talk about one case and then the other, or do we whip back and forth?
1: I think one case and then the other, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. set up the pattern, and then expose the the mirror. I
0: think so. And, of course, being old-timey-crimey, I think we should definitely start with the older case. Instead Absolutely, of yeah. Instead of whipping back and forth, it's good for your hair if you're Jaden Smith. <laughs> By the way, do not put that as your ringtone on your phone because oh, whenever you no. go into a cancer ward and your ringtone is I whip my hair back and forth, and I speak from experience, no. you just get the looks.
1: I really thought you were just riffing. No, <laughs>
0: oh,
1: that's horrible. No,
0: my mom, my mom had cancer, and and God bless her, she didn't win her fight with cancer. But I had a much nicer phone at the time, and you could do like different ringtones. And I thought it was goofy because it's a stupid song. I put my hair, I whip my hair back and forth, and there I am in the cancer ward. My phone rings, and no. just, everybody's bald.
1: Oh, yeah. So on that note. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is, um, the first murder is the murder of Mary Ashford. Uh, this was, uh, May 27th, 1817. She was 20 years old. She was working as a servant and a housekeeper for her uncle. Uh, he had a farm at Langley Heath in Warwickshire. I
0: love English town names. I,
1: lo- I, I have a whole thing on English pub names I'm going to get into oh at some point real soon here, but. doom upon the Avon. <laughs> Actually, the pub names will come in the second case that I just Ooh. realized. But, but yeah, um, this English English names of towns and such—they just they they're a delight. Yeah. Um, and I know we have some some fans in in the in England. So hi.
0: Hi, <laughs> mate.
1: No, that's no. the wrong accent. Don't do it's that. Australia. <laughs> Shit. They hate that. <laughs> yeah. They
0: do. Oh, good evening. <laughs>
1: so, her father. Uh, he worked as a gardener near Erdington, which is where these events are going to play out.
0: And we were just talking about how beautiful city names are. Erdington.
1: Erdington. Not, I,
0: if you're from there, I'm sure it's a lovely place, but it doesn't sound right. I just
1: ke- I kept on thinking of the, the Irma Ermagurd um, Yeah! Girl, the old meme. That's what kept on popping into my head all this past week. Every time I thought about it, I was like, Irma Gerd, Erdington. Oh,
0: God bless that lesbian. <laughs>
1: So, um, on May twenty sixth, she did her normal work day, and then she was going to a club feast and dance. Uh, it also known as Whitsuntide, which it's for Wit Monday. I didn't go into the research to find out what Whit Monday is. Oh, I did. Oh, you did. <laughs> I Let's absolutely did.
0: So, Whit Monday. Let's talk about ourselves some Whit Monday. Yeah, Whit Monday is the day after Pentecost. It commemorates the descent of the Holy Spirit upon Jesus's disciples.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now that's, we know that.
0: That's what it is. And it's, sure, it's
1: now a bank holiday in in the UK, which I had to look up what that is or at least in England, I don't know. I always get confused. I'm sorry. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I feel like they hate that too.
0: You can actually feel the English staring at you angrily through You're the like, computer.
1: We know you have 50 states and a territory. <laughs> yeah,
0: because you used to own them.
1: Yes. Might be related.
0: Shouldn't have sold them in that yard sale. You'd still have them now.
1: Oh, regrets. Yes. So, so, yeah, um, I wish we had these bank holidays here because it seems like almost all businesses are closed and everybody just, you know, like does their thing. It seems like a pretty nice gig, you know, but I guess. It's
0: an English siesta.
1: Yes, exactly. Yes. So, yeah, it was uh, Whitsuntide uh, and it was a pub called The Three Tons. That's Let T-U-N-S. Me guess. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> also known as Tyburn House and there was a it was a big crowd there it was it was a big you know local event you, they're, they're very there's something about local events that just makes you feel you know at home even if you're away from home there's just that feeling of, of like camaraderie and just you're all here for the same place and you're all here to have a good time and celebrate whatever the heck it is you're celebrating and it just feels good
0: yeah what's what's your like i think every little town has their own local event what's your big local event where you grew up
1: In Warren, (laughs) I think I would get murdered if I didn't say that it was the 4th of July Parade. Okay. Um, They're a little super excited about the 4th of July Parade in Warren. There had to be an announcement uh, made that you were not allowed to set out your lawn chairs on the parade route more than a week prior.
0: Wow. People
1: actually, you would be driving along the main drag and you would see a, a week or two before... Lawn chairs, just lawn chairs set up along the way, people staking out their spots. There would be people parking their big trucks backwards at Burger King, you know, like pulling in so that they would have a good spot for tailgating the night before. It was just re it's ridiculous yeah. it's so weird but i can tell you from experience don't leave a lawn chair there amazingly lawn chairs they have the respect that a lawn chair can stay up for an entire week or longer and not move but if you're a reporter covering the parade and you leave your lawn chair there and then you like are following the parade and you come back it will be gone of course not <laughs> it, it, it's a thing you
0: the locals know the local lawn chairs don't touch that chair that's danny jenkins chair
1: I was a reporter yeah (laughs) i should have known that's reporter christy baxter's chair yeah
0: that's right you were from there mine is the springs folk festival there's a little town by salisbury called springs and every year they have the folk festival which is essentially they open up the springs museum and which is just everybody's knickknacks in one one place really and the you can go up there and get like amish food and stuff like that and the, the one Amish woman who was always there, the unattractive Amish woman who has macromastasia, selling selling apple dumplings, it was, it was a big deal.
1: It does sound like a big deal. Yes. Well, Whitsuntide was a big deal, and so Mary Ashford, of course, was going to go. She stopped um, at her house to grab some nice clothes, because she'd been working all day, goes to her friend Hannah Cox's house, uh, changes, leaves her work clothes there. Important detail to note. Mm-hmm around 7.30 or so, gets to, it's better known as the Tyburn House, but I like the Three Tons. So I'm going to call it the Three Tons. Gets to the Three Tons, and the party is a go. Everybody is uh, feasting and dancing, and then there is uh, someone in the crowd there. Two somebodies,
0: actually. Benjamin Carter and Abraham Thornton.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Remember that name. Yeah. Abraham Mm -hmm. Thornton. There's a couple of things you should write down. Number one, <laughs> Whip Monday, write it down. <laughs> Number two, dancing, write it down. Number three, hanging out at a friend's place and dropping off a change of clothes. I know, weirdly enough, write it down. And the name Thornton,
1: mm-hmm. write it down. Mark it. Yes, he is was the son of a builder from Castle Bromwich. Jesus Christ, the names. <laughs> I know, it's delightful.
0: It is.
1: Uh, I, I found delight in this and that he was 24 years old. And uh, the only, we got one physical description uh, that he was a well-looking young fellow. And another physical description of him, he was of repulsive appearance. So people couldn't make up their minds.
0: Honestly, I feel like that could fit me. I'm either a well-looking fellow... Or a man of repulsive appearance. There's no... I would
1: not say the second one applies to you.
0: No. I think it all depends on on the eyes. I don't know anybody that just looks at me and goes, He's okay. (laughs) It's either, "Eh, He's he's a good looking guy. He could use use some better clothes. I don't dress nice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're doing that thing again where you think that you might be a killer... (laughs) I don't think
0: I am a killer. I
1: like, you just find the thing that you, you think you have in common, like with with Hans when we had the the superhero toy. <laughs> like,
0: closer and farther. Closer way. and further. Closer that was further. a little creepy. I will admit. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm a Thornton at all. Okay,
1: good. <laughs> because he sees Mary. Well, he sees Mary, and he's like, "Hey, who's that?" I would think that living in the same small town, you would think he, he would know. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's strange. Especially considering somebody's like, oh, that's Mary Ashford. And he's like, oh, I've been with her sister three times. Like, what? That...
0: So Maybe you... that was the attractiveness. Hey, you look like your sister, except hotter. <laughs> I'm going to stick my genitals in you tonight.
1: <laughs> my mother will not be able to listen to this episode. I will trim <laughs> that out. Fine. It's okay. I don't want to censor you. <laughs> um, and then he also said, quote, that he would... Be intimate with Mary Ashford or die for it," unquote, which he later denies saying this. Well, yeah, you would. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a pretty damning quote. It really is. <laughs> so yeah, he's really he's paying Mary a lot of attention. He's he's and she seems pretty receptive to it from all accounts. At least you know she did. She was in the party apparently that thought he was a good-looking young young fellow, which I've seen the sketches.
0: You're not in that party, are you? No,
1: I am not. I am. I am in a party on the other side of the country.
0: He's <laughs> kind of like Steve Buscemi,
1: right? Like there are
0: people that find Steve Buscemi incredibly attractive, and there are people that find Steve Buscemi like like he was some sort of weird transporter accident. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I don't know how I feel about Steve Buscemi. Honestly, I can't make really? up my mind. Like, I'm like he does has a lot of character in his. He face. absolutely
0: does. He yeah. absolutely does. I think Steve Buscemi would actually make a great Gomez Adams.
1: Yes, yes, he would. That would yeah, be good casting.
0: Thank you, thank you.
1: So, um, Mary and Hannah, um, they're they're dancing and spending time with uh, Thornton, who is is paying attention to Mary. And then Benjamin Carter is, is hanging out with Hannah. And it seems like, you know, like two girls, they go to the dance, they meet up with two guys... It, it's all except for, you know, him saying that he would be intimate with Mary Ashford or die for it, and the fact that he also was intimate with her sister, it's all very wholesome. If you just scratch those things out. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, like...
0: Without a body, this is like, oh, that's kind of endearing. This man's fallen in love despite everything.
1: Yeah, that could be a little meat cute you yeah, know? Yeah. But it's not cute. Um, no, it's not cute. <laughs> It does not end in a cute way. It does Just spoiler warning, but you're listening to a true crime podcast, so I don't... You're surprised. And and then they all lived happily ever after,
0: and nothing bad ever happened, and they're still alive today, 178 years later.
1: (laughs) That's definitely how this ends. So, around 11 o'clock or midnight, sources varied, as usual. Mm -hmm. That should be like our theme song. Sources vary, except in an old-timey way.
0: (laughs) Sauce is fiery.
1: Yes, there Rot we go. they as usual. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they're, they're, they, the four of them leave. You've got Mary, Hannah, Carter, Thornton. And Mary's walking with Thornton. And they're walking around along the main road. It's Chester Road. And also keep that one in mind. Um, Hannah splits off. She goes back alone to um, Mrs. Butler's I, I have no idea who Mrs. Butler is. <laughs> Honestly, just said Mrs. Butler, and Mrs. there was no context.
0: Mrs. Butler was the woman that actually owned Mary's home or Hannah's home.
1: Okay, all right. She was okay. kind of like
0: the landlady, and it was it was a thing where the the way that I got this uh, was that it was kind of like a room that was being rent rented out. Mrs. Butler owned the house, uh, and Hannah rented the room.
1: Okay. All right. So, yeah, maybe boarding house type deal. Yeah. Okay. Kind
0: of like what I was doing with my place for a while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, and then Benjamin Carter, he heads back to the dance. Uh, So, it's just now Mary and Thornton. And they're heading on in the direction of Mary's grandfather's home.
0: Yeah, Mary and Abraham, very biblical. (laughs)
1: Yes, it is very biblical, isn't it? Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, she said that she wanted to go there to her grandfather's house Um, Because that was closer to her work, but she'd still have to go to Erdington. She'd still have to go back and get her work clothes from Hannah's place before she could go to work. So it's a strange kind of like question of what, was there some other reason that she wanted to go in that direction?
0: Here's the thing, and obviously you know from listening to the intro that Thornton is accused Mm -hmm. of this.
1: I have a hard time
0: believing Thornton is the killer.
1: I feel like I have less of a hard time or accident or something like that. Yeah. But, but yeah. Yeah. Because
0: Mary seems very into Thornton.
1: She does from, from all, from all reports. Right. She does seem into him.
0: And this is not anybody who has a history, you know, like Mary's sister never went, Oh yeah. He slapped me around. He would choke me. You know, you know, he threatened to kill me. I was scared for my life. There was nothing like that at all. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, this does not seem... This doesn't seem like Thornton did it to me. And that's that's just me. I am probably 100% wrong because I'm me. But... <laughs> uh, but at the same time, you know, it's... Yeah, could an accident have happened? Yeah, but not a strangulation accident. It just... It almost seems like, and remember the time, this is like 1817, highwaymen are still a very real thing.
1: Yeah, and, and I have some reports that it wasn't strangulation, it was drowning. I see. So, um, but yeah, we'll get there. So, Lack of air. <laughs> Lack of air, definitely related, definitely yes. close to each other. So around 2.45 a.m. is the next time that they're spotted. Um, it's a co-worker of Thornton's, and he sees Thornton leaving a friend's house with a woman. He greets Thornton, you know, hey buddy, hey hey Abraham, how's mm-hmm. it going?
0: Up top, <laughs> down low, oh, too slow, wait, no, you hit
1: it, never mind. <laughs> good man, good man. <laughs> Jolly good. <laughs> Jolly good fellow. Uh, sees him leaving a friend's house with a woman. While he greets Thornton, the woman keeps her head down. So, best guess, this probably has to be Mary Ashford.
0: Mm-hmm. We don't
1: have any other women popping in here, and the timeline seems to match up.
0: Right. And remember, this is once again it's eighteen seventeen. Premarital sex? England? Yeah, it's no, I would keep my head down if I was a woman in eighteen seventeen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, somebody yeah. The sees stigma me of that.
1: At, at-, at 2 two forty five AM yeah. after the Wit Sunday what Whitsuntide. tide, <laughs> The tide. Yeah,
0: I mean, you could probably still be burned at the stake. Shit, France was still cutting people's heads off with the guillotine whenever Star Wars was in. This is 1817 England.
1: Shit. Yeah, whether she's doing the walk of shame or the walk up to the the, the act that would make her do a walk of shame, yeah. one way or the other, hiding her face, not not a surprising act not at, at all. all. Totally not at do, all. do not blame her. Um. So then the next thing that happens is around 4 a.m., Uh, Hannah, uh, is, she's asleep in her room. Mary wakes her up. She's grabbing her, her work clothes and she's like, okay, I got to grab these and I got to get home before my uncle leaves for the market. She seemed like, you know, she was, she was in a good mood. She was not, you know, not a good mood, but she was calm. She was fine. She was, you know, nothing. It didn't seem like anything was amiss. It's
0: post sex clarity is what it is.
1: (laughs) Well, is it post or we don't know the timeline here?
0: Well, here's the thing. Thornton later on would say that he uh, he had sex with Mary in a field and that they gazed at the stars until 3 a.m. Yes. So yes. if Thornton is to believe, yes, it's post-sex clarity. I gave one of my friends some advice. Uh, he's going through a horrible situation. Um, and, buddy, if you're listening to this, you know we're all here for you. And I said, before you make any big decision right now in this very trying time, please do me a favor and masturbate because you need to have that post orgasm clarity.
1: (laughs) Yep. Mom's not going to get to listen to this one. I well, can
0: trim all this out. But
1: you shouldn't have to, and we'll, we'll, we'll find one eventually where you're not tempted to say words <laughs> like orgasm, masturbate. <laughs>
0: to be fair, the words orgasm and masturbate
1: are a lot less vulgar than, say, rape and strangulation. That is true. Yes. But those are required of us if we're going to actually talk about the case. Nobody required you to say masturbation. Are, are you saying
0: Thornton never masturbated? <laughs> okay. I think someone's being a little ridiculous and unrealistic.
1: I'm just being coy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she, uh, she told Hannah, Mary told Hannah that she spent time with Thornton before he left. Before she left, I think. I think I might have transposed a letter there. That's okay. So, uh, yeah, just typity, type typity, and forget pronouns mm-hmm. that exist. And then uh, soon after that-ish, someone from the Whitsuntide party sees her walking quickly no real word on where this is I don't think do you have anything I
0: don't have anything about where it is and um yeah it, it's it's a thing where Abraham later on would say he walked her part way back to Hannah's house mm-hmm. she went in waited for her outside for a little while and she just never came out and it was a thing where like I guess he waited there for like half an hour 45 minutes and went I guess she's not coming back and he walked away
1: which is really weird because that conversation between her and Hannah should not have taken that long Unless it was a, oh, I just did it, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> tee tee I mean, yeah. the conversation between girlfriends after that first experience, because, spoiler alert, Mary was a virgin, mm-hmm. at least up until this point. Um, so, yeah. So that was the last time she was seen alive. Uh, somebody saw her walking quickly. Uh, so it's about 6.30 uh, a.m., uh, and uh, George Jackson... He's a local laborer. Uh, he sees in a, I saw in one place a water-filled pit, and I'm like, okay, who's going around filling pits with water? What it's, you a what? it's
0: a pool. It's a pond.
1: It's a pond. Yeah. In yeah. another place, I saw a stagnant pond, and I'm like, that's actually what you call that. Yeah, yes. A
0: water-filled pit. <laughs> so. Let me just get into my motorized wheel-laden machine.
1: It's yes, Also known as a car. car. <laughs> so You English.
0: <laughs> with your weird things. It's in the boot of the car. No, no, it's in the trunk It's like, it's it's not a It's not a snake, you silly American It's a danger noodle and...
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, they're all like Uh, we invented the language? This is... It's ours? Literally? English? Oh, Don't point your gun at me You mean my rooty-tooty-pointy-cuty? <laughs> it's,
0: a, it's a gun <laughs> It's a gun
1: <laughs> So, yeah, he sees these items In this pond Mm -hmm. Uh, ladies clothing and a bloody woman's shoe. So that's a
0: weird thing to be bloodied.
1: I know. Right.
0: Yeah. Now, whenever I heard about the bloodied shoe, like the first thing that came to my mind was, was this, at first I thought, was she like beaten with the shoe? But no, it's, there was no signs of like, you know, there, there was bruising on, on her arms but that was about it. Um, signs of rape pre-death, you know, beforehand. So there was no necrophilia going on. I hate the fact that we do a podcast where I have to say <laughs> the, the signs of rape were pre-death. And yet, yeah.
1: you were so enthusiastic when I proposed the idea. Yeah, it's true.
0: <laughs> it kind of made me wonder, was the blood actually hers? Because if this is a shoe with a heel on it.
1: Well, let's think about this. All right.
0: Okay. All right go ahead I okay. know exactly where you're going I just want to see if you've got the guts to say it
1: two different things mm-hmm. oh, you just called me chicken basically now I have to that's right you, you just do. double dog dared me I did okay two things A, she was a virgin mm-hmm. and not all the time it's a the the, the, the hymen is very misunderstood uh, in general knowledge
0: that's the name of my punk band misunderstood <laughs> hymen by the I love way.
1: it one two three four <laughs>
0: no one gets me and no one got me <laughs>
1: So yeah, that that's very misunderstood, but it can sometimes—it's not always—sometimes cause bleeding among you know a first sexual encounter or you know soon thereafter. That's a, b, menstruating. Gravity. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it, you stand up, and gravity happens, and it—that's that's my explanation for the See, blood on the shoe.
0: I thought you English were better. I thought all your women, you know. Pre pre tampons just walked on their hands during <laughs> menstruation. Yeah.
1: They're, they're supposed to be elegant, damn it. Yes. Not well, a-
0: I didn't say they didn't do it elegantly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I meant that that was elegant as opposed to <laughs> the indignity that women have to deal with on Fair a monthly enough. basis.
0: Bring me the whalebone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, she he finds this woman's shoe. They manage to get the body out of the pond. And here's a question that I had. You mentioned the bruising on her arm. That yes. was reported by the witnesses there, but apparently it wasn't mentioned in the postmortem because only the um, lacerations, they said? Mm-hmm. Lacerations on, on the genitals, and that seemed very un- weird yeah. to me. I think laceration, I think a cut. No. Just no. Yeah. No. No.
0: Yeah. Where's my
1: bag of no thank yous?
0: <laughs> so here's here's what I kind of thought about about the uh, about the bruising on the arms I was kind of curious I couldn't find it what position the body was found in mm. whenever they found her in the pond yeah because the bruising on the arms if she would have been in a certain position that could have actually been liver mortis <clears throat>
1: Do you mean rigor mortis?
0: No. Rigor mortis. Okay. Here we go. It's (laughs) time to learn something. Learn something with Scott.
1: Put your mortician's hat on.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. And what is my last name? It's Mort. For a reason. Um, (laughs) Rigor mortis is whenever the body stiffens up. Yes. The joints stiffen. And actually, rigor mortis is a temporary thing. If you leave it go a couple of days, the the joints will actually loosen again. Mm. However, there is another lesser-known condition called liver mortis. Hmm. Um, Essentially, whenever a body loses its blood pressure, whenever it's dead... All the blood settles to the lowest spots, making it appear as if it's bruising. Oh. Most dead people, whenever you see them on their backs, if they're not embalmed yet, the entire backside of them, the entire backside looks like one giant bruise because all the blood has settled to one ha- side of their body. Okay, so,
1: all right. So
0: if it was a thing, think of it this way. If she would have been floating... hmm With her arms down, and we don't think of it, but the legs have a lot of body mass to them. Uh, Half of all the blood in the body is in the legs. So if she's floating down, her legs are like slightly like this, but her arms are hanging down. And she's face down in that pond, and she's already floating. All the blood would have went to her arms. And that might be where the liver mortise set in.
1: Okay, all right. Now, this is all rampant mean. speculation. This,
0: exactly. But exactly.
1: That's what we do here at it, Old Timey Crimey. You <laughs> have no choice. <laughs> you're not
0: here for facts. You're here for two amateurs' bullshit. <laughs> it's...
1: Absolutely, yes. Two amateur enthusiasts.
0: Mm hmm. Murder enthusiasts.
1: Murder. Murder. Enthusiasts. Enthusiasts. Yay. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's that's a question that you may have just answered, actually. I have a question mark, and, you know, yeah. you, you, you were like, I have a possible answer. I love so, it.
0: Yeah, possibly liver mortis. I'd be curious. And it's a thing. Maybe they dragged the pond, because mm-hmm. it is 1817. Maybe they don't even know what position the body was in before it came up.
1: It says that they used a rake to get the body out, so there could have been some, like, turning of the body. No, And, and if nobody actually thought to note down her... Actual position, which we have some lack of note-taking going on later, yeah. then it, so I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. And again, human memory is very fallible, can't be trusted. So you probably had one person say, oh, she was face down. One person say, oh, she was on her back.
0: And here's the thing. To get an incredibly graphic display, I wonder if there was any fish in this.
1: Well, it wasn't very long. It was really, if, if she ended up in the water around... 4 a.m. Or, or shortly thereafter
0: you'll see where it was
1: 6 30 a.m. It's only I, I get it that fish would nibble at the body and everything
0: causing the lacerations on the softer tissue
1: well yeah but why would they go there
0: <sighs> because that's where animals go for
1: it. oh don't tell me that I didn't need to know that
0: yeah a lot of the cattle mutilations that turn out not to be mysterious like they always say the anus was cored out well, it's because that's where the animals go for.
1: Very physically uncomfortable right Yeah. Now. Very physically uncomfortable.
0: Here's the thing. Yes, it's disgusting. <laughs> like, yes, it's... A
1: whole full-body cringe yeah. going on. <laughs> like... Yeah,
0: it's disgusting. It's horrible. But at the same time, you know, what are the cattle mutilations? But I
1: would think that... I, it, it, they called it lacerations. Fish nibbling doesn't look like lacerations. Unless this the, the, the coroner was very, like, unspecific or not very good at his job, which he seemed to be pretty experienced.
0: The country of England... Old-timey-crimey demands your morgue records. And any photos, (laughs) what way is 1817, any sketches you (laughs) may have would be greatly appreciated.
1: That is our demand, uh, and we have nothing to hold you hostage with.
0: Yeah, not a thing.
1: So, yeah, and then also there were footprints found. So some workers from a nearby factory, they found footprints in a field near the pit. The field had been newly harrowed. (laughs)
0: There's a word. I love it. There's your $5 word of the day, harrowed.
1: With uh, a man and a woman, footsteps, footprints, side by side, Mm -hmm. and then the man's footprints coming back from the the opposite, coming in the opposite direction. So man and woman go somewhere, man comes back alone. Which, it's kind of the opposite of that, that whole, like, Jesus on the beach thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: like,
1: if you see those footprints alone, no, that wasn't good.
0: <laughs> and I looked at Jesus and said, why was there only one set of footprints? And he looked at me and said, because I left your punk-ass bitch-ass behind. <laughs> Stand the fuck up, man up.
1: That really changes that whole beach thing.
0: Exactly. I pray to a different Jesus. <laughs>
1: Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it... Word gets around, and it comes out. Mary was last seen with Thornton. So he gets questioned. He says, well, I was with her until 4 a.m. They they take him in for questioning at the at the three tons, which is just kind of grimly amusing to me that, like, you would be questioning people at the pub Mate, you the wanna... day after Whitsun, like Whitsuntide. <laughs> I bet, like, there was still, like, mugs everywhere and maybe, like, somebody passed out on the bar.
0: While we question you, do you want an order of fried pickles?
1: (laughs) That was pretty good. Thank you. That was pretty good. Thank you. (laughs) We're getting it. (laughs) So, yeah, they they question him. Uh, It's Assistant Constable Thomas Dales. I have a thing to say about him. He's from Birmingham, which is... er, Erdington is the... uh, a nearby suburb of Birmingham. Yeah, so er- they send the big city cop out, I guess.
0: Yeah, Erdington actually has a bit of a history. It is, it like you said, it is a suburb of, of uh, Birmingham. Erdington itself, it first came to be in the ninth century. It was the only reason the town existed. It was like the halfway point between uh, Chester and London.
1: Yeah. Two, yeah. Popular,
0: uh, two popular places. People would get tired and just sort of go, <sighs> <laughs> and that's why the city is there.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, his, most most cities are there because there was a river there. You know there mm-hmm. was access to water. This is because well, halfway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, assistant constable Thomas Dales he interrogates Thornton, and then arrests him. Didn't keep any notes. And later Don't need on, any
0: notes. They're all right up. Yeah. <laughs>
1: The region, but you give us credit, all right? Because we're very—I'm very bad at English accents. Um, oh, I'm getting better. <laughs> Oi. Um, so and later, when he's asked, he can't really recount what Thornton told him. He, he, he's just like, so, so, what did Thornton say about? Well, I don't know. I don't, I, Got a, got, a, got a mind like a synth. No, no. I went Australian. Damn it. It's like the first instinct. It really, is. it really
0: is. I just picture him sitting there going like, I knew what he said, but for the love of God, 15 ales later and three orders of fried pickles. It's a goddamn wonder I know me own name. Do you, Arrest him.
1: <laughs> do you think they have fried pickles?
0: <laughs> that seems like standard pub food.
1: I'm curious. We'll find out. We'll look at some pub menus and see if we can find some fried pickles. Or, English people, get on on our social media and tell us if you have had fried pickles. (laughs) I don't know if we
0: want to. All English food seems to be based on some sort of dare.
1: It's, <laughs> You're right. It's I triple dog dare you yeah. to eat this dog's bladder.
0: Like, like, here's this bowl of soup just made out of the white bits that you find inside a hot dog.
1: It's... Then again, a lot of American food seems to be based on a very specific dare. And that dare is to have the highest cholesterol possible. Yes. So I don't think we can really talk. Would
0: you like a stick of deep fried butter?
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, that's ridiculous. Yeah,
0: that, whenever I first heard about deep fried Twinkies, I actually went, come the fuck on. Deep fried Twinkies, that is fucking ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it's it's we're we're, a, we're we're an absurd people when it comes right down to it too. So we can poke fun and then we need to turn the finger back around at ourselves and poke fun at us. And I'm literally pointing at my forehead right now. Yeah,
0: but there's there's certain things like there there's certain areas where just the foods. You wouldn't eat them. Like, I'm sure I'm sure anybody else would look at a deep-fried Twinkie and go, that is disgusting. But for some reason, we do eat that here in America. England have, like, you know, weird little... Like, they drink warm beer. I'm sorry, that's, that's strange. Oh,
1: no. When I went to England, did not have any warm beer. Really? I was only really? there for 24 hours. Maybe a little less. But still, I had a couple beers. But come on,
0: bangers? <laughs> bangers look disgusting.
1: But... Fish and chips.
0: Fish and chips is good. I'm not saying there there isn't good stuff, but then you go over to like some of the uh, like in the Philippines, uh, water beetles are a very popular snack. Um, uh, there was actually a Supreme Court justice. I can't remember his name right now, but he was of Asian descent, and he actually got in trouble uh, whenever he was a kid. I read his biography. He got in trouble whenever he was a kid because he brought in a bag of water beetles to snack on. <laughs> To his American school. In no way. It was the, in no oh, way.
1: okay. All right. Yeah.
0: And the teacher took him up in front of the class and said, if you're going to bring in food, bring in enough for the rest of us. So he had to take these water beetles and <laughs> set them on the desk. And he got about three in <laughs> before everyone went,
1: ah! As is, I mean, I would, I would, ah! Mm-hmm. the idea of eating water beetles.
0: Yeah. But come on, haggis. guess. Jesus Christ! All right, that's Scottish.
1: This has been we bash other countries' food with Scott and Christy.
0: Some of you deserve it. We deserve it too. <laughs> yes. Sorry,
1: everybody deserves it here. So, all right, back to the uh, the murder. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, he uh, when he was arrested, reportedly, he told police, although we don't freaking know because not taking notes. If that. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. One thing that drives me crazy when I'm teaching is when I'm looking at in a class and I see like people just like staring straight ahead and not taking notes. I'm like, you really think this is just going to stick in your head and you can do that in another class and another class and another class for the whole day. And then at the end of the day, you're actually going to be able to look back and remember what the hell you just heard. It drives me crazy. I Anyhow, just, I I'm like, do like you to... think I'm writing this stuff on the board for fun? Because I like you seeing my arm wobble.
0: <laughs> I like to think like the cop went in and go, yeah, he confessed. He signed it. Right up here in me brain.
1: You went back to Australian?
0: I did? (laughs) Fuck. (laughs)
1: You're like flipping back across continents. So, yeah, what he says when he's arrested is, I cannot believe she is murdered. Why? I was with her until 4 o'clock this morning. And when he's questioned, he says exactly, you know, what you you said earlier. He had sex with Mary that night in the field. They uh, talked. They looked up at the stars until 3 a.m. It's all very romantic. And then he, like you said, walked her part of the way back to Hannah's, hung around and waited, left after she didn't come out. And they examine him and they find bloodstains on his underclothing, which, again, we kind of talked about the possible issues there. You know, Mm -hmm. it it does actually, you know, it was, it was Shark Week. She was riding the red tide. (laughs) Aunt Flo was in for a visit. Uh, the communists had arrived and invaded. There's a million different euphemisms for I've it.
0: I've never heard this many. I've heard Aunt Flo, but I've never heard Shark Week or the communists have invaded.
1: Oh, I used to call it Shark Week, yeah. Man, that's
0: fantastic. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, it's. I used to say it's Shark Week because it's bloody as hell and somebody's going to die at the end.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> So this is what it's like whenever other people talk. You know, whenever I'm talking to other people, this is how they feel. Whenever I open my mouth, this is interesting.
1: <laughs> oh gosh, the, the the male population is listening to this. Probably not enjoying.
0: <laughs> it's okay. It's all biology, baby.
1: You guys are all so weird with with that aspect of not all, not all. mention. Yeah. Hashtag not all men, but. You're, there's a large proportion that are very weird and I really think that we need to change sex ed so that it's, you know, if the, if they're pulling the, the, the boys and the girls in a separate room, no, stop doing that. Bring them all together and mm-hmm. let everybody understand what everybody else's experience is because then we'll all empathize with each other and maybe be a little nicer and kinder and more understanding.
0: I think it's a thing where, you know, as young men working with power tools and stuff, we're taught if it if it's bleeding there's a problem.
1: I mean, that's true. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, anyhow, uh, back to it. Um so we're, uh, we're really
0: getting off track here we, we, the,
1: we are the food the
0: food and menstruation talk.
1: <laughs> Imagine that those are our two I could have I could have called the menstruation talk. <laughs> Wouldn't have called the food. <laughs> oddly enough. So, um so yeah, um they find blood stains on his underclothing. The factory workers do take his shoes and they take them to the footprints. Now keep in mind, they're having the factory workers do the police work here. They do say it's a match, but later on, there's more to say about that and it becomes kind of questionable. And then the cause of death is marked as drowning. And really, like, all that they have is the the, the lacerations, two lacerations um, in the in the genital area, mm-hmm. which also could potentially be bruising, depending on how inexact the phrasing was yeah. by the medical examiner. Or so. fish nibbles. No, I'm telling you it was not. I am determined that it is not. Absolutely determined.
0: Until I see the medical report, I'm going with fish nibbles.
1: So they ask... <laughs> Please find us the medical report for the Mary Ashford case so that Scott will stop saying that. So, uh.
0: Fish nipples.
1: Oh, God. You know, I have to listen to this and, like, (laughs) make notes. Ah. I have to relive this next week. (laughs) I
0: have to do it too. I just find it hilarious.
1: You you have to relive the menstruation talk, and I have to relive the fish nipples. So, there we go. We are even. So, May 30th, 1817. Not very much time has passed. It's been three days. Um, they have, okay. The, the phrasing here for our American listeners uh, uh, is a little different than what we're used to. Um, and words have different meanings than what we're used to. And for our English listeners, I hope I'm getting it right. Uh, so they have an inquest. The verdict is willful murder. And I feel like verdict is sort of like an indictment in that case, you know, that's the charge they're, they're, they're laying on him and they, they keep him in jail up until the trial. And it is a local just scandal phenomenon. They they're they're writing poems about how guilty he is. They're making pamphlets. Very literary people here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it when people make poems and ballads and limericks and stuff. A-
0: 1817, you'd be surprised what people can get done without television
1: or the internet. <laughs> yes.
0: I disagree. I think the internet has actually created more creativity. I mean, look at us. Oh yeah. Look at your standard YouTuber. I know very few people that don't have at least one video up on YouTube. So with the internet, at least the the ability to be creative is there. Whereas television is an almost purely passive event.
1: You're very correct there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a one way action. Yeah. Whereas creativity requires two ways. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Re- requires
1: you know you to be able to actually act. So right. very true. Okay. So. Yeah, all the locals are saying he's guilty, 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 guilty. And uh, that, that makes the solicitor kind of like, okay, the, this is, it's going to be hard to find an unbiased jury when everybody's writing pamphlets and poems about how guilty he is.
0: I want to see that. So, have you ever written a poem about our defendant? Oi. 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 Let the record state that he said oi.
1: <laughs> so, on August 8th, the trial starts. Big crowds. Everybody is, is, is flocking to this trial. But, of course, due to the nature of the evidence and the fact that we're fragile little frickin' Faberge eggs, apparently, women aren't allowed mm-hmm. to see. That, that drives me crazy. Um, let us be there, too. You know? It was one of ours. <laughs> Maybe we can provide some insight into how the blood got on the shoe.
0: <laughs> Tell me more about this. Did she call it menstruation (laughs) and you don't die fascinating
1: (laughs) so the prosecution lays out its theory Um, Thornton tried to seduce Mary, he failed so when she was off, you know, running away or walking away or whatever, he hid um, in a field near the pond, waited for her caught her uh, took her to the next field, raped her. According to the postmortem, she hadn't eaten in 24 hours, which is weird. A, as far as I know, Whit Monday, not a fasting thing. Mm-hmm. Um, B, she was at a party, you know, it, it, it literally it dancing and feasting or something like that, like feasting. There's food there. Yeah. So I'm really, it's really strange. I mean, it doesn't really have any bearing on the case and I can't make any connections to, you know, everything we we see, we've seen already and that we'll see to come. But it's just, they they just didn't find any food in her stomach.
0: So, okay. Once again, I would love to see the dress that she wore. Yeah. Because if it was heavily corseted, she may not have eaten that day. So that she could feel a little bit more comfortable in a heavily corseted dress.
1: I don't know how heavy the corsets were in that time. Oh my I think they were still they were God. still there. Did you see the sketches of her in her dress? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It doesn't look like that would be very heavily corseted. It's it's much uh it's much flowier and looser around the top. Mm-hmm. Um so you don't have that need to cinch the waist. I I don't know. I, I could do some googling <laughs> yeah
0: maybe maybe if she was on her period
1: maybe just not hungry yeah yeah i've, I've had that before yeah. yeah you just you just don't feel great about eating but maybe you know she had a few drinks and so that you know perked her up a little bit for romance which or may or may not have been romance Ooh. So, um, according to them, like, since the postmortem said she hadn't eaten in 24 hours, she fainted at the, the, the shock and, and horror of, of this happening to her. So then the, and the continuing on, this is the prosecution's theory, just to remind you, um, Thornton is in the situation where he's got an unconscious woman, um, who he just raped. So he tosses her in the pond or the pit and she drowns. So that's the theory.
0: There's a lot of and then yes, there, going on. There's there. a lot
1: of and then, but you do have a possible series of events. Um, the defense's theory, I don't think, is any better.
0: <laughs> whenever you're whenever you're confronted with a lot of and thens, really, the only way to defend yourself is either with hard tra- hard facts or more and thens.
1: How about this and then?
0: Okay, UFOs.
1: Um, <laughs> it was definitely UFOs. <laughs> Uh, she transgressed with Thornton and was so remorseful about it that on the way home, she drowned herself. Wow. I mean, I know we talked about the stigma of premarital sex in this time period, but that seems a little extreme. Although I guess if you haven't eaten for 24 hours, you might be a little moody. (laughs) I could see... That's that's a whole different level of hangry.
0: Honestly, I could see I could see a thing where she's walking by herself. She's got a couple of drinks in her.
1: It's dark. She
0: passes out. She falls in the pond. She trips. Yeah.
1: So yeah, those are possibilities. But the the oh, I'm you know I'm, I'm so I remorseful and so sad that I have sinned that I'm going to drown myself seems a, a touch far. Yeah. Just in my in my view.
0: Yeah. Plus, drowning yourself seems like it'd be really difficult to do. It,
1: yeah. I I don't. I don't think I I mean I don't want to think about if I could do it but I, yeah. I just I don't think. So
0: You have to go some pretty like throw a rock around your neck and handcuff yourself and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the the then.
1: human mind is is programmed for self-preservation. Yeah. I mean, it, it it and drowning is is a struggle. It, it, you're going to fight back and you're going to stop. I, yeah. so that's just my thought, but So they do cross-examine the factory workers. Uh, who say, well, we matched the prints, but it did rain a lot beforehand, so that you know, pokes a hole in that.
0: I make iron beams. Why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't shouldn't you be like handling this off to like somebody immensely more qualified than me? <laughs> I dropped out of school in the third grade, and you're having me match the fingerprints
1: like it's in my job description you know i mean I, I didn't sign up for this but yet here i am
0: it was very whirly, and, and the ones we found were very whirly. you should be impressed that we found any at all quite honestly
1: and a man's life hangs in the balance so i don't know why you're asking me yeah
0: so, can i go home now <laughs>
1: yes it's lunch hour <laughs> So then, the constable says Thornton did say, you know, he admitted having sex with Mary. Um,
0: uh, not sex. Remember, this is England. It's PP friction fun time.
1: <laughs> PP friction fun time, um, and that was before they even found the blood. Although again, didn't take notes. Mm-hmm. Can you tell I have a pet peeve? I I, I, look, I quit
0: yeah. glaring at me. I have notes. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm- listen you can hear them see all of my notes from past cases spread out I'm going to have to clean up before this can become a guest room again tomorrow (laughs) so yeah um, and the surgeon says that the lacerations could have come the surgeon who did the postmortem says they could have come from consensual sex so it's uh, who, who knows it's all there's so many questions
0: Old razor penis Thornton. Oh,
1: Jesus. <laughs> physically uncomfortable, Scott. Yep. Physically uncomfortable. <laughs> are you? Because you should Not be. Not in the <laughs> least. Damn you. <laughs> so, Oh, my God. Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> but how
0: are we going to finish the podcast?
1: This is it. This is the end. They'll just have to Google it. Night, everybody. <laughs> Bye, gumshoes. <laughs> you were, you were gumshoes for a very short period of time. I'm sorry, it didn't last longer.
0: I, I've been put on, on permanent suspension.
1: <laughs> so, anyhow, um, the defense, in addition to their theory about the transgression, drowning that happened, uh, said that, you know, they put together this alibi... People had seen him, had seen Thornton, too close to the time of the murder and too far away. So realistically, like the times didn't match up. He, he wouldn't have had enough time to, you know, murder her, rape her, murder her, and then be seen at these distances. On
0: top of that, Thornton has three witnesses that corroborate his alibi, mm-hmm. you know, on his, on his side. Which is a huge reason why I'm looking at Thornton going like, you know what? I don't think you're guilty.
1: Here's my thing, is that...
0: He's a man and he must pay.
1: <laughs> no, I'm coming up on the judge here. Oh, yeah. Because this is... No offense, Brits, but this is kind of weird. <laughs> I don't understand what the purpose of having a jury is. If you're just going to have the judge say, anything you heard about hearing Thornton had you know having sex with, with Mary Ashford, just ignore that. Um, but all along, you know, it's been talked about. Mm-hmm. There's no striking it from the record as far as I can tell. Um, so you need to determine if he's guilty of the willful murder charge. And the judge continues to say, Thornton hasn't tried to hide the fact that he had sex with her. So wait, give me a second here. (laughs) Because you're not supposed to think about the fact that he had sex with her. But I want you to think about the fact that he didn't hide the fact that he had sex with her. (laughs) I mean, it gets weirder. It does, get, it does weirder. get weirder. It definitely gets weirder, yeah. So
0: so he is... The weirdness is, is not over. Yeah.
1: The jury stays in the box. They don't go elsewhere to, to have their discussion. They stay in the box. Uh, in six minutes... They confer together, like, I'll put our heads together and whisper, whisper, whisper. So mm-hmm. what, do you, what do you think? Do you think it's... I mean, I don't know. Like, the judge told us not to think about the sex, but then he also told us to think about the sex and the fact he didn't hide the sex. I mean,
0: anymore. I think about sex all the time. I'm thinking about tits right now.
1: I mean, like, we're not supposed to because we're in, like, 19th century, you know, yeah. Britain. But... I mean,
0: but are you thinking
1: about tits right now? Well, yeah, now? definitely. Yeah, Absolutely.
0: Tits are fantastic. <laughs> tits are great. It's like... like like, I like d myself. <laughs> like, d are nice, because, you know, it's a little something to play with. Yeah, you know, flat-chested girls are okay, too, but seriously. I'm sorry, were we doing something else?
1: <laughs> I think we have about five minutes or so before we're supposed to, like, turn around and tell them what we think about this whole, like, murder thing. I mean,
0: he did it, right? I mean, I, mean, I don't know. Did you see the tits on the girl in the audience? <laughs> Wait, that's a dude. I mean, they're not allowed. Women aren't allowed in here.
1: That dude's hot.
0: <laughs> Look at the tits on him.
1: So, uh, what do you want to do for lunch?
0: Fried pickles. <laughs> fried pickles, that's Fried great. pickles, it's <laughs> yes. fantastic. I know this little pub.
1: <laughs> it's called the Three Tons. <laughs> yeah. best, best fried pickles. Now. Best
0: fried. Pick, fried pickles, so good, you'll forget to write down the admission. <laughs> it says it right on the menu.
1: <laughs> All thoughts of taking notes, out of your head.
0: Done. So, Done.
1: not guilty, you think? Not guilty? I'm
0: thinking not guilty. All right, yeah. I'm yeah. thinking not guilty. Let's just get this over with. I uh, know. I'm, 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 I'm hungry. I haven't eaten in 24 hours. <laughs> yes. So. Let's go walk by that pool.
1: <laughs> so. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh,
0: and scene.
1: And scene. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that little little <laughs> drama that we put on there. So, they found him not guilty in six minutes. And then they came back and they were re-sworn and then they had to talk about the rape allegation and then they also found him not guilty of that. And he set free. Mm-hmm. So, and as you were saying, the brother. His, his, brother, his brother goes... Her brother.
0: Yeah, her brother. So my apologies. Her brother goes, uh, no, I want a retrial, which is apparently something you can do in England, and he refuses it. Lord Ellenborough, which, I don't know why, but just, uh, for some reason, it's like Ellen DeGeneresville. <laughs> Lord Ellenborough... Allows Abraham to defend his not guilty verdict with a fight to the death. A trial by battle.
1: Well, don't get them too excited because it didn't actually happen. With, no. a, uh, with, with a challenge for a trial by battle. Yes. Which I can't... I, I'm a Game of Thrones fan, Throughout my entire, like, reading of this, I just kept on hearing Tyrion Lannister say, I demand trial by combat. I swear and to God. And so it's all through my nose, it's trial by combat. And I but, know that's not the actual term.
0: Here's the thing, Abraham goes, fuck yeah, bring it.
1: Yeah, basically what he does is when, uh, he's called upon, they, they say like, okay, so how do you plead, again, mm-hmm. he says, uh, not guilty, and I am ready to defend the same with my body. Proceeds to put on one of a pair of leather gauntlets, which if you've ever heard the term throwing down the gauntlet, it's it's about to happen. Here
0: it is, man.
1: Throws the other one down for William Ashford, Mary's brother to pick up. And by picking it up, he would be accepting the challenge. That's how it works. When you're challenging somebody to combat, you put on your gauntlet and you toss one down. And when they pick it up, Mm -hmm. they're saying yes. It's, so weird um but it's i mean it's it's a whole saying for a reason it was it was pretty common and uh, i looked up some gauntlets and some of those had spikes on them oh yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. these
0: were not these were not gloves leather
1: you know but but some of them were were leather with spikes yes
0: yes this was this was intense abraham's totally game mary's brother william he's not
1: no yeah he's he's not
0: oh shit you know is kind of what's going through his head and abraham walks
1: yeah it basically the the appeal becomes less should we make him go to trial again it's not it's also not did he do it it's should it be trial by battle mm-hmm. which kind of seems like it was it becomes a, a, a huge sticking point that eventually like they did, they made a law very soon after this they were like let's let's stop that let's we're, no more of this
0: we're modern right trial by fried pickle eating contest
1: yes um, so they yeah they release him uh, April twentieth, four twenty. He actually had to go out a side door to avoid the angry mom, as you might imagine. I mean, there were so many people there that the 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 solicitors had trouble getting through the crowd to actually get to their spot.
0: Well, it, it's kind of a shame if he was innocent. This is a damn shame because. He wasn't able to live. He might as well have been put to death if he was going to stay there. He had to flee to the United States of America to make a new life for himself.
1: And here's what I found about his fleeing. He had to try it twice because there was a newspaper article, and we'll put this up on the social media, a newspaper article about how he is in Liverpool, I believe, and he tries to book passage on the Independence, which is uh, going to go to Sail to America on September 25th. And when he gets there, all the fellow passengers find out. They figure out who he is because his, his like, drawing has been in all the newspapers and it's a very distinctive look. And they say, no, we will not <laughs> ride on this ship with an accused but acquitted murderer. And so he, he can't get on that ship. So eventually he has to get on the, the shamrock five days later. And that heads to Baltimore.
0: He had to take a page out of old Constable Mountain Dew's book, Go In Disguise.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so we don't have anything verified on the rest of his life. Uh, supposedly, he from Baltimore, he went to New York. He ended up being a bricklayer there, married, had children, died 1860. We don't have anything verified. I did find something. Hmm. All right. Okay. This is a wild-ass theory I'm about to propose here, Okay. This is crazy. But we don't have all that stuff about him like getting married, bricklayer, dying. No verification whatsoever. Right. What I did find, keep in mind, he was 24 in 1817, so he would have been born around 1793, but records weren't always great. In the borough of Calderdale, West Yorkshire, England, um, there is a grave of Abraham Thornton. Now, granted... Abraham and Thornton, pretty common names. Uh, There were lots of Thorntons too. So this could, I'm not actually saying this is him. I'm just saying, I don't know. Uh, Birth, June 1794. Death, February 1862 at the age of 67. So birth of, you know, the the Abraham Thornton that we know, Mm -hmm. 1793-ish. Death, um, 18. 60 ish those notes are kind of similar now it says he was born there and also died there um so like uh, born there it's it's a ways away right from erdington moved to erdington you know trial flees to america maybe eventually you know like 20 30 years on he figures okay the scandals I, i'm gonna go back to the place where i was born and i'm gonna die there i i don't know on, uh, it, and it also could be an entirely big coincidence because what's one more, you know, yeah. <laughs> what's yeah. one more in the pile of coincidences that we have? So. So, yeah, I just I, I found that pretty interesting. It just, I don't think it, I'm not saying it's something. I'm just saying it's
0: there it is a thing for your consideration,
1: for your consideration. Um, Flash forward. Flash forward. Yes. May
0: 27th. 1974.
1: This is 157 years later. Yeah. Whit Monday.
0: Shared birthday.
1: Erdington. I saw shared birthday in a couple places, but I didn't see any verification of that, so I didn't trust it. Okay. But they were both the same age.
0: Yes. They were both 20 years old. This is
1: Barbara Forrest.
0: And her body is found 300 yards Mm -hmm. from where uh, Mary's body was found. Barbara is a nurse at Pipe Hayes Children's Home, and like you said, she goes missing on Whip Monday. And whenever they look at the body, it shows signs of rape and strangulation. Mm-hmm.
1: And, um... She had been out with her boyfriend the night before.
0: The hilariously named Simon Belcher. Yes. You just know. If your last name's Belcher, you know how to say the ABCs after drinking Mountain Dew.
1: You have to. It's a requirement.
0: Absolutely. You learn by
1: the time you were two.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. You come out burping. Like the doctor smacks your ass. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's a requirement. So, bank holiday night out with Simon. Um, They went to some pubs uh, around Birmingham City Center and Handsworth, which, here's my... I actually went to Google Maps and I was like, let's look at pub names. Mm-hmm. That'll be a fun distraction from the murder. All right, so here are some pub Murders. names. Murders. Murders, yes. Uh, Jekyll and Hyde. The Old Contemptibles.
0: Oh, I like that I one. I know,
1: right? I want to buy a bar and name it that.
0: That sounds like something like once to, uh, Stallone and Schwarzenegger are in a wheelchair. Yes, That's the yes. action film they're going to make.
1: The Alchemist.
0: I like that.
1: The Botanist.
0: I don't like that one.
1: Post Office Vaults. Huh? It's a cellar bar, so I imagine there must have been some vaults in a post office.
0: That one I'm confused by.
1: I mean, there's an, an old um, in, in Williamsport, where my husband is from, there's an old prison. And uh, it's it's I think it's just called the prison bar. They turned it into a bar and it has like all these different areas, like you can go and like dance to like techno in one area and there's another area that's more chill and it's really it's really interesting. Well,
0: that's just a great pun.
1: They might just call it the jail.
0: I like <sighs> the prison bar.
1: I can't remember. I haven't been in like many, many years. I'll have to ask him at some point. Um, uh, The Lost and Found.
0: I like that one.
1: The Square Peg.
0: That one's okay.
1: Tap and Spile.
0: Ooh, I don't even know what that means, I I love it.
1: That makes it even better. So those are some fun uh, in, in that area right now. Those are some of the pubs operating. So, yeah, her boyfriend basically leaves her at the bus stop at Colmore Circus. I love that they call things circuses, too. We've talked about that. Um, and then she's not found until June 4th, but that's the last time she was seen at 1 a.m. hmm And, uh, yeah, raped. Now, she was strangled. Um, so that we have at least different causes of death, one drowning, one strangulation, but very, very similar in nature. Absolutely. Very, very the similar. The whole
0: lack of air thing.
1: And it's right by her workplace. Yeah. And her home. It's
0: ah. Well, it gets it gets weirder. Mm-hmm. It, it gets even weirder. Um, Barbara had been over to her friend's place. Yep. And she uh, she drops off a change of clothes at her friend's place, goes to work, comes back, and then changes before before she goes out uh, just the same way, the same way that Mary did. Um, a hundred. One hundred detectives are put on this case, mm-hmm. which sounds like the name of a German techno song. One yes. hundred detectives <laughs> go. Uns, 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 uns. Magnifying glasses. Ninety-nine
1: detectives.
0: No, that one doesn't. It doesn't
1: work at all. <laughs> That's an '80s thing. I know.
0: <laughs> but they find their suspect. A man named
1: Thornton. And wouldn't you believe when I was the first time I typed his name, I typed Michael Ian Black. Of course you did. <laughs> I, mean, I looked at him I was like, I knew I was going to do that. No, it's Michael Ian Thornton. He's 38. They just, he, he worked with her. They liked him for it. The police were like, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And he... He had an alibi. Mm-hmm. Uh, a false
0: alibi. From Thanks, his, mom.
1: Yeah, from his mommy. Sorry, from his mummy.
0: <laughs> you take whenever you're accused of murder. You take whatever alibis you can get.
1: I'm sorry, as a Doctor Who fan, anytime I say or hear "mummy," I have to say, "Are you my mummy?"
0: Of course you are. <laughs> have this gas mask.
1: And guess what's found on his pants?
0: Oh, is it? Is it mayonnaise?
1: It's not mayonnaise. It's oh, mustard. mustard. No. Oh,
0: whoa! Creepy. <laughs> yes. It's blood. It's blood. It's blood. What are you listening to? Of course it's blood. This
1: isn't that we talk about food... Yes, it, yes is. it is. It really is. It's
0: that too. Murder and food.
1: Murder, food administration. <laughs> what a delightful combination. I feel bad for all the people who are eating on their lunch break and listening to this. <laughs>
0: so it's there, oh, You're listening to a murder podcast on your lunch break. You deserve everything you just got.
1: I've also just stopped listening to murder podcasts in the shower. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I, know, I don't know why it took me so long, but it took me a really long time to stop. Yes, I call them murder podcasts as opposed to true crime because I'm just, I'm, I'm flat out about it. I'm like, no, yes. it's murder.
0: These are not about shoplifting.
1: yes, yes. There is no, well, sometimes there's check kiting, but (laughs) eventually there will be murder. So, but the prosecutor said, the prosecutor himself, or herself, I'm not sure, said, well, all the evidence we have, it is circumstantial. Um, So again, the judge said, hey, jury, I want to hear a not guilty verdict. What the hell are they there for? I would feel like my time was so wasted. Like, am I just here to like rubber stamp your shit, judge? Mm -hmm. What am I doing here? So, yeah, um, the case is still not closed to this day, and DNA evidence has since become a thing and uh, again, we have a sibling, mm-hmm. which it isn't really surprising in a murder case uh, unsolved, um, but uh, her sister erica erica is, is is really demanding you know DNA testing, and the cops don't have anything to say about it. They haven't even confirmed that they still have any samples of, of anything around, which is not great.
0: Yeah, they've got the blood on the pants.
1: But do they still have the pants? We've seen evidence go missing before. Yeah, it's not they, unheard of, and it's been many years. It's they've been
0: lost entire bodies. Go mm-hmm. back to Bella and the Witch Home.
1: Yes, yes. poor
0: woman is gone.
1: If you lose an entire body, I will not put it past you to lose a pair of pants. Hell, I've lost a pair of pants. I haven't lost a whole entire body.
0: I can't wear a skeleton, but these slacks look damn good. (laughs) Uh, Both women, both women, oddly enough, had premonitions. Uh, Mary said to Hannah Cox's mother uh, that she had bad feelings about the week to come. And ten days before her murder, Barbara said, This is going to be my unlucky month. I just know it. Don't ask me why.
1: I I, I know it, I've heard it, I've I've read it, and I still get chills. It's so creepy. And you don't tend to, I don't think we tend to be like, yes, we have gut feelings, but we don't tend to be like, oh, I feel like it's going to be a bad month. You know, I like, every once in a while I might be like, feel a lucky I might buy a lottery ticket mm-hmm. every six months or so. I never win anything, but, uh, and yet still, every six months ago. But I'm never like, oh, this is going to be a bad month. Unless it's like finals week. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be a bad couple of days. It's, but I, I have reason to believe it, you know?
0: It's one of those things, though. I think that there's a certain self-fulfillment. To that.
1: There's a possibility, but it's not like that's almost like saying like they asked for it by <laughs> having a bad feeling. You can't know, you can't. And they didn't bring it upon themselves.
0: It's 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 how you look at it. Things too, though, I I think that whenever you start to say to yourself, "I am I am going to be unlucky. I am going to this is going to be a bad month," you start to act in a certain way that makes you more susceptible to unfortunate things happening to you.
1: I would think if I felt unlucky I would be less likely. If if I felt like, you know, I mean it's I have anxiety as mm-hmm. you know, you know you do too. And I have to fight, you know, that that part of my brain that says, you know, if you leave the house, you could die in a car accident. I have to fight it frequently. Sometimes I lose. Right. But I have to actually like it, it, It doesn't, that that feeling of, of something bad could happen doesn't make me actually go out and do things that make it more likely to happen. I'm not like, oh, I feel like I might die in a car accident. Let me just drive 100 miles per hour down this curvy road.
0: Remember, you and I are living with it on a constant basis. That's true. You know, we've we've developed techniques. We've both gone to therapy mm-hmm. to develop techniques to deal with it. And it's a certain way that you change the way, at least for me, what I do is I change the way I look at things. I could be complaining about how sick I am, how, you know, there's a hole in my side right now. But no, I'm thinking to myself, thank God I had that doctor's appointment pre-set up. This yeah. could have been a lot worse. So you you... You try to change the way you look at it. If you're not used to things like that, though, and you start to go at everything with fear as your first instinct to go with it as as dread, then I think if you're not used to that, you start to put yourself into a situation where you kind of become the victim. And bad people look out for certain behaviors to make you a victim.
1: Okay, so there's that. Here's my feeling okay we are so primed to ignore our gut instincts if we don't like live with that constant daily anxiety of you know hanging over our head Mm -hmm. Oh, somebody might murder me um so i think it's not necessarily that they put themselves into it i think that they second like they may have said it and then we second guess the gut instinct we second guess that feeling of, oh, this person is not good, mm-hmm. you know? Oh no, I'm just I'm just imagining things. We we don't listen to our guts.
0: I'd be I'd be totally down with that too as a possible theory. And honestly, it might be different for different people. It it, it could be a multifaceted, 20% of this, 13% of that, mm-hmm. fifteen of this. But all of this stuff of it being, ooh, isn't it creepy how coincidental these murders are, I don't think it's actually that coincidental.
1: Okay, so what's your theory?
0: So we have the fact that supposedly both these women shared the same birthday. Mathematically, if you get 23 people in a room together, there's a 50-50 chance that they're going to share a birthday. You get 75 people in a room together, there's a 99.9% chance. Now you're talking about two murder victims separated. Like every murder victim Between now and 157 years. Yeah. Right? They're 300 yards within the same distance. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the same place. It could have been 500 yards. It could have been 700 yards. It could have been 10 feet. 300 yards is kind of a long way. That's a football field. And you're talking about a small town. That's a football field. You have, they said, oh, both women looked alike. Not really. They both had two eyes, a nose, and a mouth, and hair.
1: Plus the sketches. All we have are sketches of Mary Ashford, and they're pretty. I mean, she's pretty, but in like a generic way that makes you think these were definitely Mm -hmm. done from somebody's memory. Right. Which, as we said, fallible, fallible, Mm -hmm.
0: fallible. Uh, It seems like they were, well, both women were out dancing. It was Whit Monday. It was a festival. That's what probably a good 70% of the population was doing. You know, was going out dancing that night. I will say, yes, I will give it. It's a little weird she dropped clothes off at a friend's house. That one I'll give you. Now, the big one that people seem to go, the the you know the suspect's name was Thornton. In my hometown, everybody is named usually one of five names: Living Good, Baker, Bear, Knight, or uh something else.) <laughs> There are certain areas, certain cities have like a huge congregation of names, and it's not unheard of that this dude would be named Thornton. There's probably a hundred Thorntons in this town.
1: My grandmother-in-law, mm-hmm. uh, she, I'm not going to say my husband's last name, so I'm just going to go with Smith, because we have different last names. Mm-hmm. Um, and, okay, so, but it's not Smith, because Smith is very popular. <laughs> so let's go with Wellington. Okay. All right, it's Wellington. But the name Wellington is so widespread in the area where they live that my grandmother-in-law, she she was a Wellington, and then her husband died, and then she married another Wellington, unrelated! Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it was like, she didn't even have to change her name! Not that you have to, but she's of the generation that would, and and my in-laws still make my... Envelopes out to my, the name that is not mine. <laughs> I don't think they've accepted it, or I don't think I've told them. Fifteen years we're creeping up on here. <laughs> so
0: it's a thing where, yes, there it, it is a little weird, but I think I could take any two unrelated things and go look at all the coincidences. There's just
1: a lot though. It's there a is a pile. There is. I think if you could do that, then somebody would have already. They would. We like like we were we were talking about before the the tendency to make patterns mm-hmm. where there aren't any. Right, we and have that tendency. We would find more murder cases where there are more similarities spread apart. You know, we want to look for those things.
0: Right, but the fact that they're so rare, mm-hmm. I would say, if you start to get, if you start to get like three murders mm-hmm. and they're all matching up, now you have a pattern. But you have two murders a hundred and fifty-seven years apart. It's like taking a deck of cards. If I took a deck of cards and pulled out an ace, mm-hmm. shuffled it, pulled out the, another ace, shuffled, pulled out another ace, and then a fourth ace. My odds of pulling those four aces out are the same as pulling any four cards out okay. at random.
1: So, do you want to hear my bonkers theory? I want to
0: hear your bonkers theory. <laughs>
1: it's still so bonkers and I don't is actually believe it. Is it like a it.
0: reincarnation theory? No, 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 okay. no, no,
1: nothing, nothing quite there. Aliens. But, uh, mm-hmm. definitely aliens, yes, it is aliens. Um, so, alright. My bonkers theory that I don't actually believe, but just like the the one thing that I, that I managed to try to tie this all together is it, it, it happened and this is going to give it all away. See,
0: I'm supposed to be the one. I'm the one who's like the conspiracy nut who right? believes in aliens and I'm the one going like this is bullshit. This
1: is fun. I like it. I like this too. All right, so uh, once I found the grave. Mm-hmm. Thornton goes back to England, the first Thornton, Abraham. He goes back to England. He has a family. He dies there. And it's just known that, you know, dad, grandpa, great-grandpa, great-great-grandpa was you know, a- accused of murder at one point in time. And you have this family story that's passed down, down the line and down the line and down the line. And then eventually you have one Thornton who decides, I might actually, you know, make my grandpa proud or great, great, great. However many, I didn't actually do the math this time. Oh my God, I know, right?
0: <laughs> fuck is wrong.
1: Who am I? <gasps> What is happening?
0: I'm actually looking around for something, <laughs> something to explain this, and there's nothing here.
1: <laughs> Where are the equations? <laughs> so uh, I really like doing math for a lit major. That's weird. Um, okay, so in Australia, and this is one that we'll never do because it was uh, it's it's too recent for us. Ivan Milot. Okay. Okay. He was the 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 backpacker serial killer, and uh, his I believe nephew uh, would eventually go on to do the exact same thing. His great nephew, uh, Matthew Malott and his friends, both at the age of 19, uh, were sentenced to 43 and 32 years in prison respectively for murdering David Outerlone on his 17th birthday in a state forest. Um, and yeah, It's. (laughs) it's. <laughs>
0: so you're thinking this is a Kylo Ren situation?
1: Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Not, not, I'm not actually thinking that. I'm just saying that that would be one possible theory. I don't want anybody to think that I'm crazy enough to. But I it's think, not like it hasn't happened.
0: I think Christie's brewing up a new novel. <laughs> yes,
1: oh my gosh. Hereditary serial killer. Since it wasn't a serial killer, but still. So yeah. That we the, know of. That we know of. So, so yeah. Um. I don't have uh, an old timey crimey for this week, but I do have a little tiny, tiny, just itty bitty palate cleanser. Mm. Gotta save those five minute crimeys because they're few and far between, Absolutely. and I don't feel like we need it, despite all the talk of, of menstruation. Um, but uh, which ha- it doesn't bother me, so yeah, I don't think we need it. <laughs>
0: be happy with your blood, ginas. <laughs> so,
1: oh my god. <laughs> um, okay, so just this is really quick. Um, in looking up, uh, looking up books about Mary Ashford on Amazon to, to add potentially to our, our list. And I found that there is a Mary Lee Ashford, who is a writer. She writes cozy mysteries. Now, if you don't know what cozy mysteries... I don't know what a
0: cozy mystery is.
1: is genre student incoming.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, got my MFA in genre fiction, so here I go. Cozy mysteries are the kind of mysteries, they're not like hard-boiled, they're not like noir. It's the kind of mysteries where generally the protagonist is works in a hair salon... Baker is very frequent, which I think is the case mm-hmm. here. Baker, cooks, chefs, somewhere along those lines. It's in some profession that does not have anything to do with actually solving crimes. And then they get embroiled in a crime and they have to solve it for some reason. So that's a cozy mystery. They're generally, they're not, you know, too bloody. That's why they're cozy. You I know see. They're, they're sitting by a fire with a, with a cup of tea and a tea cozy.
0: <laughs> so we're talking like murder she wrote. Yes, it's exactly, exactly. That woman... Was a serial killer.
1: <laughs> she had to be. Come <clears> on. Yeah. So Mary Lee Ashford writes Cozy Mysteries. This is totally unrelated to the murder. It's just she has the same name. That's it. And uh, I should tell you, uh, her two books that she has released so far are A Game of Scones.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: And Risky Biscuits.
0: God damn it. <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen? <laughs> that. That's fantastic. <laughs> a game god damn it
1: <laughs> risky biscuits took me a minute because it, it's like 80s and I was like risky biscuits my that oh a pun oh man. risky business okay <laughs>
0: there is <clears throat> this guy that takes the old like detective noir novel covers mm-hmm. and just makes them fucking ridiculous mm-hmm. and my favorite is uh who ate all the goddamn pizza rolls So <laughs> it's just this <laughs> detective screaming <laughs> at this woman and underneath where it would be like the blur was like she was a dame hard for murder you know stuff like that it says I swear to god if it was you I'll punch you in your stupid face and then they said next issue the girl who got punched in her stupid face
1: <laughs> we will have to post a few of those or a link to those on, on the social media
0: absolutely
1: so, so yeah um, so what's up to this weekend
0: well I am going to be spending a lot of time uh, on the old timey crimey Facebook page quite honestly because 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 your husband, uh, flashing back to the Bell Gunness murder, found a video of apparently what I am calling the last operational dog-powered butter churner.
1: We're just assuming. It seems right that it's the last operational. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it doesn't say it anywhere, but I can't believe that there would be two of these in existence. Yeah. And it is fantastic. And I think I'm going to waste my entire week just putting that on a loop and watching <laughs> it over and over and over as I giggle to myself and eat all the damn pizza rolls.
1: Absolutely. And everybody should join you in that because we will post that yeah. um, along with the, the bell gun burner. Because that was when he found that I was, I was like, oh, that's brilliant. I love it. Yes. So, so yeah, um, I am, my, uh, my sister and my niece are coming. And uh, my niece comes down every summer and spends a week with with us and we have a lot of fun.
0: I think we we were talking about your niece earlier. I think we need to throw like a little shout out to her for for just being an awesome person. Because quite honestly, you were telling me about her. She seems like a remarkable individual. She
1: really is. I don't know how comfortable my sister would be with me saying her name. I don't know. No, no. no. We're just going to say, hey, you know who you are. Yes.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, she was telling me about your accomplishments, your dreams. And I got to say impressive at, yeah. at 16 you have it together much better than i do at 45
1: <laughs> same at 37 <laughs> so yeah so yeah they're gonna come we're gonna go down to the flood city music festival and the gym blossoms are playing on saturday night so we, and-
0: we need our rent tour <laughs> yes,
1: yes pretty much but still playing some good music you know and when, I, when hey jealousy comes on i'm just gonna enjoy it so oh absolutely so yeah so doing that this weekend and then uh, yeah the next week get to spend with my niece and She'll be here, so we'll be recording in the living room uh, next week, and maybe she'll maybe she can just sit in and giggle, and because she's very very mature. Um for her age so I'm, I'm pretty sure she could handle this I will this. try to
0: keep the the blood china references down to a minimum
1: Maybe that's the episode my mom could listen to If there, there we is go. a teenage girl sitting there watching you judgmentally as they all do it's just natural it's just part of being a teenage girl I did it too mm-hmm. Um then maybe
0: <laughs> I don't know how comfortable I'm going to be I I might uh, let's let B sit on until... <laughs> Oh
1: no no this is happening this is absolutely happening There has to be one episode out of so many that my mom can listen to <laughs> So, so yeah, okay, so that has been Old Timey Crimey. We've got our Facebook page. We've got stuff going on there. We're gonna, we were talking about John Dillinger this week and hinting at when we might do a possible episode on that related yeah. to some recent news, so go check that out. Why do
0: you think they're exhuming him?
1: I think for a documentary.
0: You think so? And then they
1: would have to get the nephew in on it in order to... Because the History Channel comes to you to exhume, you know, John Dillinger. And you're like, no. Why? Especially if we have to go through, like, all this, like, steel and concrete that John Dillinger's dad put there. The nephew comes and you're like, all right, I guess.
0: See, now, here's the thing. Like we dug Holmes up and we were astounded by his mustache still being there. Mm-hmm. John Dillinger has a body part that was supposedly very impressive. No
1: boy. And no I'm starting boy. to wonder if
0: maybe they're going to do, and his, his foot long penis was still intact.
1: Yeah. Get it out of your system now. Cause next week. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to say it. <laughs> so, so yeah, come visit us there. Come visit us on Twitter, follow us, chat with us. We love to hear from you. We would love to hear your ideas for future cases. Um, I mean, I have a list, but I'm absolutely sure there are holes in it. I, uh, our past two episodes have been listener suggestions.
0: Absolutely. And it's a thing, too, that we find new episodes almost every single week. New ideas for episodes. Yeah,
1: yeah, that list is growing and growing, and you can help it grow if you want to have even more control over the episodes. And like I said, there's the Amazon wish list that I'll be posting on that social media um so you can pick out a book and uh, kindle and any whatever format you want is fine if it's a if it's a you know paperback we'll pass it back and forth between us or just one of us will read it if it's kindle you know we'll work it out don't you worry about format whatever is cheapest honestly for you just Mm -hmm. do whatever is best for your your, your wallet and yeah so we're going to be building on that amazon wish list if you're not on social media if you and i don't blame you Uh, We have an email. We haven't really talked about it too much, but it's oldtimeycrimey at gmail.com. And I'm going to get going on getting a coffee going for a few donations.
0: And you know what? We are thinking about starting up a Patreon as well. If you have any ideas of a Patreon reward that you would like to see in there for a certain amount, please hit us up on the Facebook page. Let us know what you'd like to see as rewards. Oh
1: yeah, for sure. We would love to know to have some input and and have an idea because, I mean, it's your money. Yeah. You should get what you, you know, if if you're gonna give it to us, we wanna give you what you want. And yeah, what you want is murder and we give that to you every week, but we would also like to give you stickers or whatever. (laughs) Murder and stickers. That's what we're all about here at Old Timey Crimey.
0: with my sex tape
1: <laughs> on that note <laughs> all right gumshoes thank you for joining us this week we had i don't want to say a fantastic time we had an interesting time yes <laughs> we had an interesting bonkers wild ride here and uh so yeah thanks for listening we really appreciate it and so we will see you next week
0: have a good week don't rape anyone <laughs>
1: oh god <laughs> they don't need to be told i hope
0: <laughs> it's a better safe than sorry it's true I go through my notes to try to find out exactly <laughs> <coughs> what Whit Monday is. Let me just write this down. Nine minutes, 35 seconds on the edit list. So, yeah, because I thought, you know what? I don't know what Whit Monday is, and I should figure out what Wit Monday is. And uh, it's here someplace, I swear to God. Um,. No, that's Bell Gunness. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> You're traveling back in time right as am. we're traveling back in time.
0: I went a little bit too far and maybe not far enough. Uh, Whip Monday. Whip Monday. It's here someplace. Um,
1: Do you want me to just Google it?
0: Yeah, I think we may have to. Why? I, I swear to God I wrote this down. It was like the first Monday after Pentecost or something like this. Barbara's body's found. Whip Monday missing... Missing Whip Monday,
1: shit. Whip Monday, or Pentecost Monday, is... Of course, as
0: soon as you start reading, I find it.
1: Of course, yeah. Uh, You want to go ahead?